Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to the Alex B. Podcast. Back at it again. Oh, yep. Happy post-Father's Day. That's the Brides of Funkenstein. You don't know nothing about that. Uh, got a lot of stuff to talk about. Happy post-Father's Day. Uh, let's get into a group. Turn this one up, and I'll be back right after this.
was the groove back in the day. Little Marvin Gaye. See, that back then, you can make songs like that. The song title is called Got to Give It Up. There was no cancel culture back then. <laughs> there was nobody going, oh, my God, we need, we need to protest this. He was they, People in the 70s, they were just saying like it was, got to give it up. Marvin Gaye, and since we're on the subject of Father's Day, here's a r- really bizarre story, and I'm sure people have heard this, and if you haven't now, you're, you're hearing it first, but Marvin Gaye was killed by his dad like in 80, 83, I believe. Uh, he was trying to break up a, uh, an argument between his mom and his dad, and his dad literally shot him in the heart. Man, that's fucked up, man. That's some. Bu- I mean, wow. Could you imagine getting killed by your dad? I mean, you can't imagine it because once you're dead, you're dead. But being killed by your own father, and imagine the the, the, the heartbreak that the father has to live with because he killed his son. I think they were probably whacked out. But still, nonetheless, man, scary. I didn't mean to start off all negative and talking about somebody getting shot. But every time I hear that Marvin Gaye song, because I think about one of the one of the legends he was in Motown, then I think about his too too soon demise uh, by the hands of his father. And that song, of course, you know, uh, Pharrell got sued because the bass line, the hook, kind of sort of sounded like Blurred Lines from Robin Thicke way back in the day. It kind of sounds the same. And I went back and forth with it. And I even used to mix them together in the club. And I go, you know, they might be they might be kind of onto something. But it's not like any new music is putting out a new sound that isn't copied or, or some portion taken from like another artist. Uh, speaking of people that was or try to be an artist, Nick Cannon, I bet you that fucker cleans up for, for Father's Day because he's got like 50 kids. And that's my unit of measurement. I don't know how many kids he has. I know he's got a bunch. But I'm sure he cleans up on Father's Day, I would think. Right? Okay, since we're on the subject of Father's Day and it was just yesterday, uh, you know, I pay attention I pay attention to social media. I kind of scroll the pages, and that's where I kind of get my cruise the news headlines because I kind of look at something. I try to crack a joke, and if I can make myself laugh or uh, anybody, I guess, um, I go ahead and use it. But I saw where Kim Kardashian praises Kanye West as the best dad on Father's Day. She just doesn't want Kanye whipping Pete Davidson's ass. That's all that is. That's a fucking smokescreen. But I guess she got on Instagram. Now, really, is it that sincere when you're putting it on social media? But, uh, yeah, there's a picture where Kanye's smiling. He's got the kids in his lap and stuff. It's good times. And she says he's, thank you for being the best dad to our babies and loving them the way that you do. Happy Father's Day, ye. As long as the next post isn't like with Pete Davidson or something to really antagonize the fuck out of him, I think we're going to be in good shape. $85 million of cocaine accidentally sent to some supermarkets in banana shipments. Now, just before you get all fucking excited, uh, it was in sent to Czech supermarkets. $85 million worth of Coke. Supermarket employees in the Czech Republic made a surprising discovery while unpacking crates of seemingly innocent bananas. Like over 1,000 pounds of cocaine, according to the nation's police, the drug was mistakenly sent to supermarkets around the Czech Republic and what the department describes as molded cocaine cubes. Czech police believed that the drug-laden bananas which are an estimated to be worth $85 million on the black market, on the black market. Like they can fucking sell it on eBay. Of course it's the black market. That's a fucking stupid thing to write an article. Well, on the black market, it's worth $85 million. On eBay, uh, we'll, try to, we'll try to get 30 Now listen to this. This isn't a shocker. Uh, originated in Colombia, which accounts for a large majority of the world's cocaine production, according to a 2021 UN report. The case has checked police has been taken over by the national uh, control. Man, could you imagine that? You just work, walk in a grocery store, mind your own business, working in produce, man, and there's all this. Somebody's going to get in trouble for this shipment going the wrong way because those cartel people, they don't fuck around. And if you read anything about how their cartel are just like going at it in like tourist areas and stuff, somebody got this order fucked up, sent the bananas to a supermarket. And I guarantee you, if you were the fucking Coke mule running $85 million worth of Coke and you sent it to the wrong place, you done. Like you're, they're not going to catch the guy that did it or, or the person's responsible because it's going to be like some Ozark shit. They're just, it's going to be bad. It's probably worse than that. That's it, man. $85 million. 
what would you pay $75,000 for? Like a car, a couple motorcycles, a boat. This is bizarre. And I don't know why people collect this stuff. I'll never understand it. I never, I never collected anything. I collected beer cans back in the day because I thought it was cool. But then I, when I realized that the aluminum was worth money, I'm like, fuck this. I started getting paid. A sealed near mint condition, 1986. It's the year I graduated high school, by the way for you young bucks. VHS tape of Back to the Future just set a new record for a videotape when it's sold by $75,000 at an auction. Now, who would pay this much for it? And I don't know why why they would. I don't know what the, what the, what the significance is. But you know who was selling it? The actor Tom Wilson who played Biff Tannen in a popular 80s film. Who better to sell a tape and make some money than a guy to play Biff who, who set up a, a, a casino because you know he read the book about you know sports predictions and stuff. <laughs> He had it posted on eBay, but then uh, he took it down after receiving such a large response. So he contacted Heritage Auction. So he's got a bunch of other stuff. He wanted to have a formal auction as sealed and graded VHS tapes of Back to the Future 2, which is good. Back to the Future 3, I thought was fucking stupid. I didn't get the whole Wild West. I thought Back to the Future 1 was good. Back to the Future 2, because that's, that's my youth. Back to the Future 3 made no fucking sense. I've tried to watch it various times throughout my adult life, thinking, okay, maybe when I'm... 30-something, I'll understand it. Fuck no. Maybe when I'm 40-something, I'll understand it. And 50, I'm not even going to fucking bother with it. The guy that played Biff Tannen, <laughs> actor Tom Wilson, just got 75. Could you imagine that? $75,000 for a fucking videotape that was sealed. That, that I, I don't know why people would pay that. But I guess, you know, hey, if you, if you can't if you can't sell something like that and make some money off it, why not rob something? Like a place you used to work. Why would you be that dumb? to go into a place and rob a place that you used to work at. Because you know motherfuckers are going to be able to point you out. Indianapolis police arrest a former Chipotle manager or employee employee accused of robbing the same restaurant he used to work for. IMPD said on Wednesday, Capria Hill, age 19, was arrested Monday on charges of robbery, kidnapping, criminal, criminal confinement, battery by means of a deadly weapon, and intimidation. So what happened in the store? Kidnapping. I mean, don't you have to... I don't know how that works. Now, I understand criminal confinement. You don't let them leave the store. You make them all go in the fucking freezer. I get that. I'm not sure about the kidnapping thing, but how that happened. So, all right. On May 9th, just after 5 p.m., police said they were called to the Chipotle on 86th Street, man, up on the north side. When officers arrived, employees at Chipotle told them three black males had just robbed the business per IMPD. The suspects took an unknown amount of cash. How much cash could really be in the fucking Chipotle safe or the fucking register? When a lot of people pay by credit card. How much cash is it really worth the sentence you're going to get for that, especially because of the added stuff, on, added stuff on with a weapon? With the help of the employees and other witnesses, detectives were able to identify Hill as one of the suspects. Police noted detective also used surveillance video to identify a vehicle with several distinctive characteristics that was used in the robbery per IMPD. The vehicle was captured on a flock license plate reader in the area of the robbery, and detectives discovered the vehicle was registered to Hill. So, yeah, that's stupid. I'm not endorsing crime by any means, but if you're going to do something like that, if you're going to go, uh, go big, I mean, go big because you're going to need to get out of the country or do whatever, because police are getting a lot smarter, uh, than, than they were before. Now this is, this is ingenious. And again, I'm not, I'm not condoning theft at all. Amid record of high fuel prices, a pair of Virginia men stole thousands of dollars worth of gasoline from a gas station over several days and resold it at a discount. How does that happen? You ask, I'm going to tell you. Uh, these two guys, both of Norfolk, Virginia, literally, literally, <laughs> illegally, see, I can't even read. It's really bad when you pronounce the word, say the wrong word, then who sounds illiterate? The guy fucking doing the podcast. That's who. They illegally accessed gas pumps at a Sitco gas station in Virginia Beach. They are charged with grand larceny, conspiracy, and possession of burglary tools. 
Well, couldn't a bat be a burglary tool or knock a window out? Like, how does that work? All right. So Virginia police officers uh, responded to the gas station on Tuesday. Despite it being closed, they saw numerous vehicles on the property and people pumping gas. Could you imagine that? <laughs> I don't know what time of the day they arrived or whatever. During the investigation, detectives learned that devices were being used to illegally access gas pumps. The gas being taken was then resold at a discount rate through a phone app. The alleged scheme was advertised on social media. Authorities have not disclosed how much gas was stolen or how much the suspects... That's fucking genius, man. You're able to get gas from a gas station, sell it on the... Come on, man. There's got to be something to say. I mean, granted, again, I'm not condoning crime, but that's entrepreneurship at its fucking finest right there. Yeah. They sold it on the internet. You always get bust trying to do shit on the internet. Eventually, it's going to catch up with you, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and that's where you can find the Alex B. Podcast. I just thought I'd throw that in, but... I'm not selling gas or nothing. Investigators are asking gas stations that closed overnight to review security footage from the past several weeks to ensure they had not been victimized as well. You got to admit, that's pretty That's pretty ingenious. All right, two more things. As I cruise the news, uh, we're going to talk about this unruly woman at a funeral, uh, a guy who decided to get in a police chase with the most ridiculous of vehicles. I'll put it at that. And uh, what else do I want to talk about? I want to talk about also... This lady who is able who started popping off rounds in an emergency room? How does that happen? I'm gonna tell you about it next. It's coming up on the Alex B podcast. Everybody get up.
this being you know the day after father's day and i'm reading all these stories about these horrible guys and, and crimes and stuff some women are nuts too and the, the next two stories i'm gonna do before i wrap this up is to show you just how nuts women not everybody's nuts it's everybody just that's how they show it but i'm tired of us guys always getting a bad rap listen to this okay i don't know how funerals went back in the day when you were growing up but i know if you were doing anything disrespectful fight or anything else like that growing up it'd be bad there'd be ass there'd be ass whoopings happening in the chapel that's just the way that goes a 51-year-old Lori Hines was arrested in connection to an incident that went down at a funeral home viewing months ago. Hines allegedly went into a funeral viewing that took place in Tyler, Texas, and spat on a body inside of a casket instead of paying respects. She was hit with a felony charge and was arrested almost seven months after committing the crime. A witness on the scene reportedly told police of the animosity she had towards the family of the dead person she spits on. A warrant for Hines' arrest was issued in early 2022. Her bond is set at $2,500, which is basically $250 cash. And the woman posted it. However, she's now facing felony abuse of a corpse. If convicted, she could face two years in state jail along with a fine of ten grand. Because, man, that's disrespectful as fuck, man. Just walking up and spitting out. You don't spit on that. Man, that, that, that's because that motherfucker, whoever it is, is going to come back and haunt her. You don't fucking spit on me when I'm laid, I'm laid up. I'm in a box getting ready to take a dirt nap, and you're fucking spitting on me? Fuck you. I'm going to come back and haunt you. That's what's going to happen. That is nuts. Speaking of women nuts, all right, we're going to go to another story. An incident in Conroe, Texas, involving a woman firing off shots inside of a hospital while she was strapped to a stretcher. June 14th. How do you, how do, you do that? How do you fire a weapon if you're strapped to a stretcher? I'm going to tell you. According to ABC 13, Glender Johnson, age 60. She was 65. This broad's almost fucking 70, man. That's a bad bitch right there. She was taken to HCA Healthcare Control, uh, Healthcare Conroe ER by EMS for a mental health evaluation and emergency detention order by the Harris County Sheriff's Office. While her legs and arms were strapped to a stretcher, she was able to pull out a gun that was in an elastic waistband holster around her torso under her dress. Chief Police chief said um, they were able to disarm her. Uh, she was charged with felony, deadly conduct, and misdemeanor count of unlawful carry of a weapon in a prohibited place. That's some talent, man. 65 years old. 
And she's able to somehow maneuver this gun out of this band. That's like, that's, that's gangster. That's fucking gang. That's all I got to say, man. That's fucking gangster. All right. Thanks for listening to the Alex B podcast. Uh, I'm going to do a mix this week and I'm calling it rock redemption. And one of my buddies sent me a text like, you know, you're always either playing like oldies, you know, oldies, old school music. You're always playing like hip hop. Why don't you play some rock? So keep your eyes out and your ears peeled for a mix called Rock Redemption that's going to be coming out this week. In the meantime, you know the social media drills, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can find the Alex B Podcast. I love to see you out there. Uh, everybody who's back to work on this Monday, man, go out there and get it. Be the best, be the best that you can be. And if not, try to be better than the week before or the day before. All right? I'm out.